0: What's up, guys? Hey, guys. We're back in the house on the couch. Mm -hmm. Hey, just so you know, when I don't have a house anymore, we are going to be moving the podcast into the van. (laughs) 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 The van cast. That's funny.
1: I feel like in this weather, it's going to be really hot in there. Yeah, (laughs) we're going
0: to need to park in the shade.
1: So, really cool thing. I uh, came over today, and Brooke goes, I have a surprise for you. I did. And I go, what? She goes, okay, you have to walk into the garage. And then she's ha- she has something behind her back. And she's so funny because anytime she has, you know, a surprise or she's excited, she just has a, like shit eating grin on. And I'm thinking, what? what the hell's going on? We walk in and there's just a piece of plywood sitting on the floor. And I go, what? You got me a piece of wood? <laughs> <laughs> A piece of plywood and I turn around and she pulls from behind her back two pairs of tap shoes <laughs> <laughs> she's had these tap shoes since she was in dance class like I think you said the last time you danced was, you were 17 yeah I was 15 last time I did tap dancing it was actually fun so we, we actually did a little a little workout and we were just sweating, we were sweating. that's what it made me think of sweating in the van I was really sweating. Yeah. Uh, you guys, we're going to have a guest on the show today. Oh, welcome to Between the Reps with freaking oh, yeah. and Gina, by the way. Welcome to another In case another you didn't know where you were.
0: We are here. Um, They're like, we please ha- ha- don't sing. <laughs> They're like, you are tone <laughs> deaf. Stick to the tap dancing. I oh, know.
1: All right. Sorry. Go oh. ahead. Yeah. We, ha- we
0: are having Brian Beckstead. Mm-hmm. He is the co-founder of Ultra Running. Um, if you guys have seen on my either my videos or my instagram some people have like started to notice like what shoes i was wearing what shoes i was training in and they're ultra running shoes and they make uh trainers um cross
1: cross training shoes
0: for the proper proper term i
1: don't know because i don't i don't have any cross trainers they make oh shoes, so yeah, yeah like a cross trainer so you can work out and run and yeah, so yeah. they, they okay. make like really so they're good, not just a running shoe
0: yeah when i found when i like was introduced to the company ultra um a l t r a my brother-in-law is a big runner, big runner, you know, big, big runner. Big runner. And I was in Salt Lake. I was there for a training camp. It was in 2017 after my surgery. Yeah. So in like the winter time, okay. I was back to running and I didn't have good running shoes. I needed new ones, but I hadn't got any. And I just ran to a store in Salt Lake. Ultra is a, a shoe company that started in Utah. And my brother-in-law always wore ultras, and he is like a, a marathon runner. So I wanted so I wanted a shoe that was like my feet are really temperamental. I wanted something that would be comfortable. And I was about to do this running test, like a VO two max test. I was gonna be on the track for a long time. And I tried on some different shoes. I got a pair of ultras. Did the test. They were super comfortable. Um, did they were brand new. I didn't get one blister. They didn't need to be broken. They nice. were just they were they were really great. And I've Worn those ever since. I've like continued to wear ultra running shoes. And then just this last year, they actually sent me some of their other styled shoes. So I have some trail running shoes, which are really cool, and like trainers that have more of a solid sole. I like them a lot. I love that they are they are tapered through my midsole. Like my foot is like fairly wide in the front, but I have a really skinny like heel area. And I need a shoe that is shaped like a foot. You know, obviously some, <laughs> sh- some styles or, you know, companies are a little bit more narrow right. or they're like really, really wide. And after I left Noble, I was like, that's it. I got to like just try on a bunch of shoes and I actually find a pair that feels good on my foot. And I liked them a lot. They were really solid. They had great arch support. Um, they were nice and just wide enough that when I'm lifting – and your feet kind of like spread out in your shoes. You had room for that. While also still being nice and tapered through my arch. And I felt like I was really supported. Nice heel cup. It was great shoes. And... Just,
1: <laughs> just like Your hand gestures just, look just a little bit naughty cup, as, you're doing, as, you're, as you're doing it. Just cupping the balls. As you're doing it. Cupping the balls.
0: yeah, they've okay. been a really wonderful company. Um, they have sent me some shoes to keep trying, which is really cool. And... Have you liked all of them? They've sent me some different running shoes that only, there's actually a pair that I, I enjoy because they look nice. So mm-hmm. if I'm like doing video or something, there are these white ones. I can't remember exactly what they're called, but they're for me, those ones for me, because I have a high instep, mm-hmm. they're a little bit too tight across the top of my foot. Right. So like that. Oh, that, so uh, it, yeah. So
1: you get, uh, it's tight like right on here. on that nerve. Yeah. And so I don't. The bone. Yeah.
0: I'm like what if I'm, if I'm if i'm out running it tends to start to ache or hurt
1: so yeah. um
0: but that's what's cool about they have different companies kinds. to have different
1: kinds for every foot yeah. because every foot is not alike guys yeah one of these are not like <laughs> the, the other, other.
0: <laughs> but yeah so we're gonna have brian on we're gonna talk about i really want to know one he,
1: you have one, some deep
0: questions One, we're gonna hear uh, we want to introduce him to you we want to learn his backstory how he even got into like yeah, how making do you get shoes into that? and like starting this company because we all know it's tough to like start a company from the beginning and and especially in like anything with like up. shoes or clothes that industry is changing so much and it's so cutthroat like how are you still around like what are what have what are things you've he's learned you know we're gonna ask him what have you learned that has you know helped you keep growing because yeah. when I heard about the company it was a small company Cool. Um, and then I also really, really want to know, I'm going to ask this to him, but when companies come out, they have a shoe we're going to talk about, you know, the nano, we've got nano one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. <laughs> I just want to know how, when they go through a process of like updating a shoe or launching a new one, how much have they actually changed on it besides the, like the, the number, just like the look, the number or, uh, the color.
1: These are the deep questions we are asking right now, guys.
0: You know, or are, or is people want to know, or is there more? I guess science behind like the mechanics right. they of actually, your foot. Yeah. That they've they've actually been working and finding new ways to, you know, support the foot better. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like I just would like to know that. And either way, I don't really care. I'm still going to buy a new shoe because new. And it's, you know, better colors and design. Obviously, we want our shoes to look good. Well, yeah. But I'm just interested, just myself, of knowing, like, are you actually...
1: Is, is it bullshit? Is,
0: is the updated version, is that just... It's like,
1: Is it a better is it like, shoe is it or like does the, it look better?
0: Is, is it like when you have the new iPhone?
1: Uh, right. Or the old does it one? Have, yeah. Does it have more options or does it just look sexy? You know? Does it have a better camera? It has multiple <laughs> lenses. Right. Does it shoot wide? <laughs> Slow-mo? <laughs> I have the old iPhone. Don't look at me. You always have the cool one. No, they already have a new one coming out. I don't have that. Oh, I'm, well, not now, but you will. Although I, you have had some shitty phones. I've had some bad ones. <laughs> You've had some shitty phones. <laughs> I think, I think for a good, I feel like it was a straight year that you, every time you were on your phone, it was like cracked. And then every time you're in front like, oh, my phone doesn't work. Oh, it doesn't and doesn't you know work. what it is like, get a
0: new phone you know you know what it is <laughs> i have sprint that also is why it, it sucks <laughs> if you're out there and you're like i have sprint too and it does suck then high air 5 <laughs> yeah. you know and you know why i stay on it because i you have that grandfathered a, plan just grandfathered in yep. family plan yeah you know and every time i'm pissed that i don't have service when i definitely should have service <laughs> i'm like well at Not paying my, that at much. At least my bill's really cheap and I have unlimited everything. <laughs> Thank you, mommy. Thank you, mommy.
1: Thank you, mom. Um,
0: all right, guys. We're about to call Brian. And I was leaning really close to my computer. And you know when you open your phone and it's on front-facing camera? Yeah. <laughs> That's basically what I did to myself. And we both did. The screen came on. We, like, we were leaning forward. <laughs> and it was, scary. it was pretty scary. All right. Brian Bexted going to learn about shoes. Oh. Oh, okay. Hi.
1: Hey.
2: Oh <laughs> shoot.
1: <laughs> Maggie got scared. We lost my
3: works.
0: headphones. Can yeah.
1: Me? No, we can hear you. All right. What's up? How are
0: you?
3: I'm doing good. I'm a little flustered after, the, you know, not getting my Skype correct, but I I'm, I'm doing really Don't good Don't be today. flustered. Don't if be.
0: I, you're this is the perfect podcast for anything to go wrong cuz we yeah. are very relaxed. Yeah,
1: we don't care. <laughs> cool. It's like my everyday life.
0: Isn't yeah, that
3: great?
1: Oh, this isn't working. Cool. Okay. Yeah, it's
0: like, usually it's, hey, what yeah. are we, uh, <laughs> honestly, just by having you on as a guest, we're killing it. Mm-hmm. Usually Gina Night. shows up to the house and we're like, hey, um, what are we what, talking what are we about? Doing? What are we doing? <laughs> like, oh no, what's happening in the yeah. world?
1: I know. Well, yeah.
0: well, we've been talking about having you on for a while. I was super excited. Not only because I've been wearing your guys' shoes for a while. Before I was even in communication with you guys, and Yay. she's a big fan. Yeah. My brother-in-law is a big, big runner, and that's how, actually, I got introduced to Ultras because I was in Salt Lake. I needed new running shoes, and I went to the uh, running company um, on – it's right by that grocery store up on Foothill Drive.
3: What's it called? Uh, Saint, uh Salt Lake Running Company. Yes.
0: I went there, and I tried Wait, to – was- May have been Wasatch. I've been to Salt Lake Running Company too though for um different part of town, but up on foothill I think I went to Wasatch got a pair of shoes and I wore them out those running shoes. Did you guys uh well now oh no go ahead
3: no i'm I'm saying you've got plenty of vultures now, right? you got access to them you know what you what you like
0: So many? And I think it's so funny too cuz I wear them and everyone's like, "What shoes are those? Yeah, what are those? What are those?" But um did you guys only start with running shoes?
3: That was the focus. Yep. Yep. So we launched with one shoe in 2011. It was just kind of a running shoe, but it was kind of an all-purpose. And then we launched with a trail running shoe shortly thereafter. So How that's do you, it. How do
1: you get into that? Simple. Yeah, how did you yeah, How do you, How do you just go that? How do you get into that? Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it, a shoe.
3: You know, well, how much time do we have? You want the five minute version or the fifteen minute? I version? I mean, we 15. got all
1: that. We got an hour, so you 15 know, minutes. fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes.
3: Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll kind of do a medium version here, but um, you know, ultra is kind of a. It had a lot of foundational things that happened for us to, to start a shoe company, especially three guys in the basement in our 20s, right? There's a lot of kind of background that went into that. Yeah,
1: I love these and kinds of stories. It, these it are really like the started... best. Sorry, I didn't what mean to that? interrupt you. I said I love these kinds of stories.
3: Okay, so here we go. There's it, just, there's it, a, there's a we're a bunch of dudes from uh, Orem, Utah. And um, it really started with a guy named Hawk Harper. Who blew his knee out playing college football in the 70s, and he was told he was never going to run again. And he found that he could run if he ran with a particular type of biomechanics, right? Certain, now we call it form running, form biomechanics. But back in the 70s and 80s, it wasn't wasn't much of a topic. But he kind of developed his own running style that he could run um, virtually pain free on his knee, despite being bone on bone. And um, that was something that became a part of his life. Well, his son and I um, are started ultra along with Jeremy Howlett. And so when I was real, I met Golden um, on the first day of high school. And so Golden, um, I'll tell you a little bit about Golden. But um, we became these, you know, super track and cross country nerds in high school. Became very competitive and hawk had opened up a running store. And so, Golden and I started working at that running store at a fairly young age. And all these shoes, we became shoe nerds, right? We were selling all of these shoes to customers. And we found, especially particularly as we ended up in college and started doing research and looking for projects, well, we had this unlimited amount of shoes and we were running dorks. And so, we started doing experiments with shoes and on shoes, particularly Golden, um, had this idea that as we were running with our mechanics, we felt that a lot of the big, heavy, clunky shoes actually encouraged poor biomechanics. Right? Hawk was teaching us the right way to run, but these shoes were forcing us to run in ways that we were trying to avoid. And so that's when Golden decided, this is the, this is the crux here, to put a pair of shoes in a toaster oven and heat it up, and then take a butter knife and cut off the elevated heel of the shoe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's and awesome. That's,
3: that's, that's the funny. Start. And so he called me up. He's like, Brian, I just cut off this heel. And he started describing it to me, and I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and one thing led to another, and we started out hacking up all of our shoes. And it got to the point where a couple of our friends, we recommended it to a couple friends, who then recommended it to a couple people, and all of a sudden, people were bombarding us with requests for our shoe modifications.
1: <laughs> you just have a toaster because oven set up <laughs> with like a butter. Bring <laughs> whatever people you in like line, and just and I'll modify them.
3: To, yeah. I, I, I'm not joking. This this happened, and so we found a shoemaker across the street from the running store who would bandsaw it with a bandsaw and then belt sand the heel down so that the shoes were then flat. And that was the whole goal is we're like, okay, if nature wanted us with an elevated heel, why weren't we born that way? And all of a sudden when we were doing this, these flat shoes, our mechanics became so much better and we weren't heel striking as much. It was fixing rolled ankles, it was fixing shin splints, it was just helping all these things. And so we needed a term for it. And since we were taking out the drop of the shoe, we called it zero drop. And so that's, if you hear that in the industry, that's our terminology that we came up with to describe the the way we were hacking up our shoes. Hell yeah. That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. And and then um, since it was working for us and it was working for friends and word started getting out and we hacked up and were selling, so we would sell brand new pairs of shoes to customers yeah and send them across the street and say for 20 extra dollars this gentleman over here will professionally hack up your shoe saw your
1: saw your heel <laughs> off <laughs>
3: This is brilliant it sounds crazy and yeah. people did it and then it worked for them and then they told their friends and all of a sudden it, it spiraled it was it was wild and so <laughs> as working retail we were just retailers right so we started essentially petitioning the running shoe companies to build our shoe for us. Oh, okay. He said, okay, we lace our shoes in a way, so we would, you know, the the, the toe box of a shoe, all the crisscrosses of the laces. Well, what we used to do is wide lace those so your toes could splay. And so we started petitioning the shoe companies to make shoes roomier in the toes and to make them flat or zero drop. And we literally gave them our ideas for free. And they did nothing. Oh, really? A couple of brands actually laughed at us. They were like, you guys are crazy. What do you guys know? And so that's when Jeremy Howlett, the third founder of Ultra, came in and said, why don't we start a shoe company on this? And it just all of a sudden, it just started brainstorming and we started reaching out. We found this advanced prototype company up in Portland, Oregon, that essentially would just, could help you design um, and build it. And they were used by all sorts of brands. Um, You know, uh, Merrill would use them, Saucony and all these other brands. They would say, hey, I don't have any designers. Let's subcontract this out. So we got in touch with these people and they started saying, here's what it would cost. And all of a sudden we started looking for funding. And one thing led to another. And we are 11 years into this. That was 11 years ago. That is crazy. (laughs) And yeah, it took us two years to get to market, so we launched in April of 2011, and it's with one shoe, one yeah. shoe in one color, and now um, we've expanded into 55 countries. Um, we are doing very large revenue and become a major player in the in primarily the running industry, mm-hmm. but as Brooke, you know we started we've started making more gym shoes and mm-hmm. you know that are a little bit better for lifting weights and crossfit and gym use, but really, we think that those principles of zero drop and foot shape apply to so much in athletic performance, and that's really what we believe in. Wow. Where did
0: the name Ultra come from?
3: Um well, first of all, we we figured we needed all the help we could get. And so we wanted an A name so it would be top on the list. Smart uh, alphabetical order. So yeah. that was, you know, some of a simple trick. And then we really started writing down some of our inspirations. And, you know, I'm an ultra runner, so I run over fifty ultra marathons. Damn and um, I love you know, we love <laughs> that distance running. To me. Uh we <laughs> Sorry, I said yeah, that we sounds see miserable. Alpha sea Resort. We loved Alta. Yeah. What was that?
1: I said, sorry, that just sounds miserable to me. I'm not a runner. <laughs> Maybe I need a she, pair of your shoes and I can she, I can hey, run better. She's not a runner.
3: <laughs> let's, let's face it. All of us ultra runners, right? We're walking a lot of it. We walk most of it. So oh, okay. It, well, that's it,
1: good to know. That makes me feel better. almost glorified hiking. Okay. You could do that. <laughs> I don't know. All right. So, sorry. Go ahead.
3: Um, and then. Yeah. So we started writing down all these different words that inspired us that we liked, And I think the crux of it was when we found a word called named Altera. And it's a Latin word and it means to change or to fix. And we and I think that sums up Altera more than anything. We feel like the industry, the running industry was broken and we felt that we were fixing broken runners and, you know, people who are having all these chronic injuries. And yet the shoe industry wasn't changing. Shoes were the same. All it was was people were, the geometry was identical. They were arguing, well, my air is better than your wave. And my wave (laughs) is better than your gel. And my gel is better than your whatever.
4: Right. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. When you Angie that download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's angi.com Brooke
1: has a question and for so you
3: we're like yes
1: please just on that
3: because like, before we's we been talking I was about like,
0: this this is the question that I, I want to ask <laughs> and it's this and it's, it's exactly what you kind of were saying which is how much like when companies come out you like like there's nano 10 is what we're on you know they come out with like the new shoe I just wonder I'm like how much of of that
1: is different is than the 987654321 is the one? other
0: one's besides like the color or like maybe a little bit of like the the design on the outside do is it normal for companies that are dropping new shoes that they've actually changed any sort of technology or like mechanics or um like like what in fact helps like, you are they doing research run. to make
1: sure? Yeah. To see how it's, how they can run better you know, clearly or, not or because, perform better. Clearly
0: not because they wouldn't, they wouldn't cut the shoe in half and wouldn't, you know, change Did the, zero the drop. <laughs> they wouldn't change the lacing. They had free information and they didn't, they didn't, they didn't yeah. take it.
3: I know. And they had the opportunity and they didn't. Well, I will tell you this much. Um, in the last, I think Ultra, we're really proud to have been a part of that the, that change and that questioning of the running industry. And I think now there's brands like On and brands like Hoka and obviously Ultra um, really being at the forefront of saying, you stupid running industry, you haven't changed anything for years. And so I think right now we are in such a better place because of some of us are this, this, these disruptive brands yeah. than we were 10 years ago. So, yes, there are changes. Um, There's a lot of welding technologies and midsole foam compounds and things like that. But a lot of brands are just really, really lazy with their updates. And so sometimes there's big changes and sometimes they're just, it's a new color. that's a new little design, a new strap. And so as Ultra, we're always about disrupting. We always want to change and just disrupt and always improve. And um, I think the industry is doing a better job of that now than they were 10 years ago, for sure.
0: And I guess I would, it would make sense that some of the newer, smaller companies or whatever would be doing that, would be wanting to find an edge and wanting to make things better. And it seems, I mean, I am making an assumption, but some of those like bigger companies that are, you know, are really big and, you know, they're giants in the industry. It'd be really easy to like Why put time into that when we already are doing, you know, you don't necessarily need to, but if they don't you know, you're going to sell your shoes, so they're going to have to, because people in the, you know, people that are in being innovative and, and working on it and changing things are going to, going to swipe some customers. You guys swipe (laughs) me.
3: (laughs) We've swiped a lot of customers. (laughs) <laughs> we, we love swiping customers, <laughs> but we always joke, some of those big companies, we actually joke that they're marketing companies. They're not right. product
1: companies. Oh yeah. Right. They're
3: marketing companies. That's yeah. what
1: that's I was, that's what like I was wondering. Is, yeah.
3: Is that, you know, they'll wait till we innovate and then they'll just rip us off and market oh, right. so for sure. dollars and stuff like that. Right. You know? For
1: sure. That makes a lot of sense. Was there any, uh, was there any time during this whole journey that you ever thought, uh, this isn't going to work? Yeah. Uh,
3: you know, to be honest. Or that you were just no. tired. Good. I'm, I'm oh, serious. good. I'm, I'm totally serious. Yeah. I never doubted it. Okay. Just, it was this weird thing. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I quit my job. I had, a, when I quit my job, I had a six month old baby, no income. We got desperate six months later and I mortgaged my dad's house. And he basically said, this is your inheritance. So if you lose this, you'll get nothing when I die. Like <laughs> we sacrificed everything. And, and maybe it was the the concept that we believed in and maybe it was because of those sacrifices that made us believe more but um yeah i i just thought that the industry was corrupt and broken and i was gonna fix it you know and we were gonna fix it mm-hmm. and we never doubted we didn't sincerely we never doubted it
1: oh that's cool Dude. i think i would definitely be like oh shit! such a oh it's gonna happen such
0: an <laughs> awesome story too like just hearing about how you guys literally were just being innovative with other brands to be like, how can I make this better? Oh yeah, let's just cut it in half. I like and they you actually put it have in a toaster you have, oven. You have people coming up being like, <laughs> "Can I get the modification? Can I get the?" It's like a secret menu. Hey, uh, can I get the modifications?
3: No, that's totally what happened. People were like, you know, hey, can we get those zero drop shoes? We're like, well, there's no there's no brand that makes the zero drop shoe, and people were like, we know you have, you know, we know you got the stuff in the back room. And, yeah, and, and and so yeah, it was fun. It was it was cool. It was really cool.
0: Where do you... So, I guess, give us, like, a little lineup of what shoes you guys kind of have, or um, category of shoes that you have right now.
3: Yep. So, uh, road runnings are our, our main category. It's our largest category. And, you know, it, the flagship shoes on that are the Escalani.
0: I love that shoe. Is, that was the first shoe yeah, I, I got. That's it's the first like shoe a- I bought from Ultra. was the Escalani? Yeah. It just felt it's so, so comfortable.
3: good. It, it works, but at the same time, like, it looks trendy it's super comfortable it's great and then you've got the Torrent. the Torin's a bit more of like that high mileage a little bit more of a traditional running shoe in terms of um you know that marathon runner mm-hmm. those are kind of the flagship of our road line and fastest growing you know, i mean we we are growing so fast in that category where where we've historically done very well is trail running
0: yeah i have a pair of trail runners that you guys uh I'm pretty sure I have a lot of shoes. You guys have, you guys have definitely allowed me to try some different things, which is, I thank you so much for, for letting me do that.
3: No, it's our pleasure. We love, we love getting people in the shoes and, and it's now, obviously when it, they work, they work, right? I mean, you yeah. keep wanting them because they work. Um, but the trail category is great for us. Um, we've been very strong in, in that category. It's a much smaller market than the road market. So we, dominate in the trail market, but we actually sell more road shoes than trail shoes. It's just that trail running 7% of the industry and road running 90% of the industry. And so, um, but we own 20% of the run of the trail running industry in America right now. Wow. Um, our flagship shoe is called the Lone Peak and it's awesome for all trail. It's, we just crank. It's awesome.
1: Do you want some of those? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's like you're putting me on the spot because I'm not gonna say of course I wouldn't want those I'm saying that I will not run no but he said for hiking okay hiking okay
3: hiking outdoor use
1: yeah I'm not that outdoorsy either oh you're man. gonna have to okay, be because well then, I'm about then. to live in a van do you have any do you make slippers <laughs> just kidding <laughs> the Escalani. <Just> exactly. <laughs> the Escalani is a slipper is, man it's so comfortable Okay, yeah, that's the, that's the one and I'll try. We, we,
3: we started making some gym shoes because we felt that that, that concept works so well with, you know, lifting and, mm-hmm. and gym use and CrossFit and, and just all of that. So we started with a shoe called the Hit, uh, the High Intensity Interval Trainer.
0: Those are the ones I have. Oh. The black and white uh-huh. ones and the yep. blue and white ones.
3: Yep. And then we made another one called the Solstice. Yeah. And both of them were good. But we felt like, man, we should combine the two of them, and so we combined the hit and the solstice, and so we now have the solstice XT, which has been just massive for us. It's been our it's our best gym shoe, and we launched it over the winter, and it's been cranking the last six months. I think, I think you I, have a pair. Right, I bro, think I them? have a
0: pair of those pink ones, right?
3: Pink ones. No, kind of- that's the solstice. We might need to get you the Solstice XT. It's like the cross between the Solstice and the Hit. It like combines Wait, the two.
1: Wait, are they the white ones?
3: They're all white. Yeah, we have an all white and all black, and then we have like a blue and pink. I
1: was gonna say, which are the ones that you wear all the time? We're like looking, looking have, by, looking by I, her door listen, where all of her shoes are. I have
0: in my laundry room. I have like I think two pairs of Ultras. I have them in my closet, and then I have extra ones in my other closet. So I think I do have those ones.
3: They're they're pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah they're really good. Um, so that's kind of our, our flagship gym shoe right now. And then we also do a few ca- casual shoes. And I think kind of the thought process is if, if you're only using ultras for running, what are you wearing the rest of the day? Yeah. And I bet it's not flat and I bet it's not foot shaped. So.
0: I will say I think uh, what I like a lot. Well, we did like an intro before we called you, and I have, like, temperamental feet. I danced all growing up. I danced at the University of Utah, and I, like, loved the old nanos. Like, nano twos were probably my favorite, and it's just because it had a really good foot shape. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't a bunch of weird extra rubber fabric on the outside. They, they, they breathe really well, and they're pretty straightforward, and they were kind of, like, flat, like, no drop, right? And I had started trying a lot of shoes and I, I was signed. I was working with Noble for a long time. Those shoes do not fit my foot well because I do have like a really narrow uh, arch and like I have heel and, and, and heel. And for those, it was very much like I felt like I had there was no heel cup. There wasn't good arch support. I wanted it to be no drop, but there was no arch support. And then also it was just a big oval shape. So I felt like my foot had so much movement in the shoe. And then I'd have to crank down. I'd have to cinch them up so tight. And even then there'd still be movement, but there'd be so much pressure on the top of my foot that it would like rub on my nerves or like cut off sort of circulation. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. when I tried the Hit trainers for the first time, they are awesome. Uh, arch support, Still follows the shape of, like shape of your foot, but wide enough for when I'm lifting that my toes can spread out. Great heel cup. Solid for lifting and for running or also the the material on the bottom of the shoe for if you're climbing ropes or doing things like that. Mm-hmm. It's grippy. I, the only thing that I have, I think, damaged, <laughs> damaged my oldest pair is just from so much work, like the little bit of sort of, uh rub not rubber but like like the shiny black almost like
3: the overlay mesh
0: overlay like yeah. some of that has worn off but other than that they have
1: been really durable just super durable so well, we thank, you. Here. thank you thank no, you for making it's... some great shoes that don't hurt my feet she does really love them she's not well, just saying i it.
3: love that you love them <laughs> yeah. and i love them too because ultimately, we made them for us, right? Like, I mean, I run, and I used to suffer from blisters and hamstring problems. And uh, since I created my own shoe company, I mean, my running's been great. I've been injury-free, and I, I mean, I'm I am a user myself. Like, I, I as much, Brooke, as I'm so happy that you love them. I created the company for me. It's, it's purely <laughs> self.
0: Hey, you know what? I'm so happy you did that. <laughs> you should you should have created it for you and then the rest of us we just get to like we get to indulge in in, we get to benefit from it
3: thank you it's not a zero-sum game here like we can all be benefit from this
0: (laughs) oh yeah we're gonna i'm gonna get gina in some in some of the ultras i'd i'd love to try them the escalante man let's
3: get you a pair of the new doesn't
1: mean that i have to run though right no no. Okay. No, not at all. Dude, I've kept some of my She ropes pairs. me into a workout. Sorry, I mean No, go ahead. She ropes me into a workout. She goes, "Gina, come over uh on Sunday, Daniel's going to come over and do this workout." And I said, oh, "Okay." You know, I'm thinking we're <laughs> doing like something small, and I get here and she goes, "Oh, we're doing the uh, the big Floyd. It's um for George Floyd or uh, anyway. So, I'm looking at this workout and I go, "There's a lot of running." Uh I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. It's like 800 meter run, 25 something, then 25 burpees, then 800 meter run, then 25 something, 25 burpees, 800 meter run, 25 something. I mean, it was like five rounds of that and then ending in an 800 meter run. And I said, "Mm -mm, no, I mean, to be honest. And then they're like, it's, (laughs) it's for this cause. And I thought, okay, I can do it. I can do it. But I might cheat. This is how I got her to do it. I said, "Gina, you just keep
0: working until I I'm finish." <laughs> Doesn't matter where you're at. You just keep working and then as soon as I'm done, you can be done." She goes, uh, "Okay." She goes, "You better go." F-. She's like, "You know, better go faster." I know, I kept telling her.
1: You need to go faster. <laughs> <laughs> this is where you pour it dying. on. I know. I was Honestly, I was I, dying. And because
0: I haven't really been doing CrossFit like that. um, That was hard. It was hard. (laughs) And if I'm going to run, I really do just in love. I really love a track day. Like I Mm. love a track workout and just putting in miles. uh, Or trail. There was a period of time. I will tell you, there was a period of time. It was after I was coming back from surgery. And probably because I couldn't do anything for so long. That I was like, I just want to run. I just want to like go for a run. And I started running a lot and running the trail. And I really was like convinced that I wanted to train for a ultra. Really? <laughs> ultra tra- trail marathon. Yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. I'm, now I'm really into road cycling, but I will, I promise I'll get back to running too. Well, I'll get back to running. Um,
3: same for me. I, I, my college career ended. I had a terrible college career just with tibial stress fractures in both legs in back to back years. And so, I took a year off of running and I'm an outdoors guy, fly fish, backpack, and just, I just love being outdoors in the mountains particularly. And so after a year off running, I started, we we moved right next to the mountains. Uh, My wife and I, when we were first married and I was started just after, after school and after college, um, after my classes were over, I guess, while I was still in college, I would just go out for these runs right on the foot of the mountains and just kind of fell back in love with running and i just trail run now that's almost all i do road running treadmill oh, i can't stand yeah, the no treadmill way. but yeah i mean i'll do a little bit here and there when i have to but i love trail running i can just i just go out in the mountains and just get lost and it's just so good for me
0: well you know what it is? i watched this documentary you might know what this is i can't remember the name i'm going to describe it to you it's a documentary about a a running this race that happens. I want to say it might be somewhere in maybe in Europe.
3: The Barkley Marathon. Yes. Yeah. Where it's like
0: secret. Right. Yeah. No, it's not secret, but like, how do you know you never about know, it then? Like, when it's going to happen? <laughs> and then there's the thing where you like have to get these books, right? Like rip a page out of a book or whatever. Wait, what? Start from the beginning. Okay. This is confusing. dude. We well, have it's to, amazing. it's this insane. Is, this it's is incredible. probably, I think that is what really, cause I already liked trail running and I was enjoying, like I loved when I would go for a run and I, I could feel myself getting better. Right. And I, and, and I also, I just felt accomplished, but that's how mm-hmm. I feel on my bike now too. Right. And, I watched this documentary and I was like, I think I want to do that.
1: <laughs> so if it's a secret, there's how do you how do it? do two it? documentaries okay. of it. Okay.
3: There's one on Netflix, like Barkley Marathon. Then there's the second one, which is called Where Dreams Go to Die. Sounds <laughs> promising. <laughs> it's unbelievable. We'll watch it. <laughs> okay. We'll watch it. You should. You should. Yeah. You know, you, it, it's like. So what, it's So insane. what is the
1: premise of it?
3: So basically, this guy decided to um, create a race that is ba- almost impossible to finish. Yes. Oh, so okay. It's been run for like thirty years, and there's like thirteen people that have ever finished it in thirty-year history of the race. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Because it, so, like, it, so why is it so difficult?
3: Um, the terrain. It's in. It's in kind of the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. That's okay, that's where it is. Yeah, where it is. And it's just this overgrowth forest there's no trails you're bushwhacking and orienteering with like <laughs> maps and compasses and oh, you're crazy. he takes it up the nastiest hill and he changes the course every year so it's not like you can learn the course right and so he changes it like the starting line there's no time he starts he's like i'm gonna start at some point tomorrow
1: so you just have to be waiting by it
3: he gives you an hour notice he just started two in the morning or two in the afternoon. You don't know when he's going to start it. Oh
1: my gosh. It's like super, and, super unknown. I love it. So how do yeah, people get, it's if it's a, lap. how do you, how do you enroll in it?
3: How it's do you, really hard. You have to like. It's I, like going I to, I to Burning
1: know, Man. Like, like you, have you have to go into a lottery night. or something.
3: Yeah. And and the, the race director is. He's crazy. His name's Laz. And he basically, the, the entrance fee is whatever, like, clothes he feels like he needs. So they're like a pair of, like, socks or, like, yeah. or like a shirt. Like, a, a shirt. Like, that's the entrance fee. I love that. I'm watching yeah, it's it. Wild. it's wild. It's the wildest it, thing you've ever seen. And isn't
0: it something where, like, there are sort of, like, checkpoints that uh-huh. you have to, is it pages out of a book?
3: Yeah. So he put, at these checkpoints, he puts a book. And all the books are, like, they're, like, the most, like, depressing named books you can, like, find. <laughs> and your race number, and he does, like, odd numbers or even numbers or whatever. So, you have to tear out, like, your number eight, you have to tear out page eight to prove that you've been there.
1: Oh, yeah. smart. Okay. Yeah.
3: So, okay. It's pretty. It. we
1: should watch it. Funny. We should watch it tonight. Yeah, I'm going to watch I it. Dude, I
0: watched yeah. it, and it was just, like, it was just so it Crazy. And intense, yeah. and like everything about it was like so bizarre and crazy, and I was like, "I want well, to do that." I want to
1: do that. Of
3: course you do. Of
1: course don't you think do. I, I would don't, finish. How many I people
3: run this thing? He caps it at like fifty people. Oh, yeah. Okay. And and here's the thing, right? Is and this is this is kind of funny too. He finds the least qualified person <laughs> of all the applicants, and he lets them in. And it's called like the designated lamb to the slaughter. I was gonna like that. say like, it's, it's like, like teaching it's like him a lesson. Like these people, like it's like they have no right being there, and he lets <laughs> one of the most pathetic people in every year.
1: <laughs> I'm totally gonna try. I for sure yeah. am gonna get in. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's, it's it's watch it. It's funny. Oh, it's, I it's, will. It's intense. I mm-hmm. think you know. I think people. People always want to push their limits. And this race is, it is the, I've never seen a harder race out there in the world. I mean, it's, it's insane.
0: Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast,
1: get the word out. And now back to the show. So if 13 people have won it, how long have they been doing it? He said 30 years. Did you say that already? Oh, 30 years.
0: 30-something 30
3: years.
1: Wow. He said 13 people have finished it. F- oh, finished
3: it. Finished. Finished.
0: Finished. You only have so much time. What is it? 24 hours?
3: No, it's um, 60 hours.
1: 60 hours. Oh, you have to stay out there? Yeah. You run at yeah. night. Are they running with like packs on and stuff?
3: Oh, yeah. It, it's 60 it's like hours. A, oh, okay. Okay i think it's five laps and you have like 12 hours to finish per lap and
1: that's and insane. then you have to go
3: clockwise and then counterclockwise and, go back and, so and then change go back no yeah and,
0: and it gets dark yeah and so you're like well, you yeah, have you have your headlamp hours up. it's i remember watching some people coming in like off one lap and they've got like you know their team sort of ready that, like trying to like pay attention like when are they going to get here and you know, they may have got a little loss. They come in and they're just, their feet are fucked up. Oh, I bet. <laughs> and you yeah. got to like do the oh, blister yeah. thing and like foot care. And then they got to go back out there.
3: Yeah. When you, when you finish a lap, you have to start the next lap within 30 minutes. Like you have to, there's no, like you can't like finish fast and then like wait two hours right. and start the next lap. Like you, you have to move, you have to stop, you have to keep moving. The whole 60 hours so this guy is
0: is sadistic they'll come in they'll come in and like take power naps like right like 10 10, 15 minutes power power naps and then then, get up eat something and go
1: wait so you don't get to sleep no
3: wow i mean i've done i've done 13 100 mile races and the, the the one that took me the longest was 38 hours and i can't imagine being out there for 50 or 60 hours like it's just crazy
1: Yeah. That is crazy. Oof. I think we're f- going to watch that. I think of Forrest Gump. Yeah. The place where people
0: go to die?
3: Yeah. Where dreams where go dreams to die. Where dreams go to
1: die. Go- <laughs> Same. Where people go to die? Same.
0: Same. Where no. dreams go where to die. dreams go
3: to die. That's a, diff- that's that a different one. one. Will, like, you cannot watch that without crying.
0: Because I think, I I definitely watched the other one, the Barkley Marathon. You watched
3: the Netflix documentary. Yes.
0: Where can we that find, was great. where can we find where dreams go to die? I
3: can't remember I, it, you have i'll to google like, it i don't know if it's like vimeo or whatever hulu hulu i we'll don't know find where, it. I, I can't i'm gonna I find it we're
1: gonna it find it and yeah. we're gonna watch it yeah. i like just the title it, of it you, you
3: will cry you will literally like be. it is the saddest it is oh it's it's incredible
0: oh wow it's Amazing. we're gonna watch it okay I'll
3: watch it. Yeah, you should. Do you yeah, think it's worth that... every, If you have to pay for it, it's worth every penny.
0: Yes. So I can't... Oh, my gosh. I can't remember who exactly I was talking to about this, but there was an idea in mind. So uh, Red Bull has some sort of like crazy competition where it's like running up a hill or something oh, like that, Oh, Camille right? was telling us. Yeah.
1: Camille was telling us. And... I was, I can't remember who I was talking to, maybe a a sponsor. It's at the old Olympic um, in Utah. Remember? We drove by it. Oh, yeah. It's the old Olymp, uh, where do they do the Olympics? Yeah, in Park City. Yeah. Yeah,
3: Run straight up
0: the
1: ski jump. Yes.
0: But there was, there's, I've got to figure out what this is called. Anyways, all over the world, there's different areas or places that are so crazy, right? It's like things that are so difficult and so hard, whether it's like a bunch of people trying to sprint to the top of this mountain and it's you know, by the time you get to the top, you're barely crawling because it's so steep or whatever. I've heard of different, like Red Bull or people doing these sponsored events that are kind of like, I'm going to say this, but almost kind of
1: like, like stupid human events. Like, uh, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, re- like, let's watch people really suffer and maybe get hurt.
0: But basically, like being able to be innovative in events or ways to incorporate um, the sport, but making it different and exciting uh, to how I like, create something new, they can catch on, you know, or like be involved in something like that. Like this Barkley marathon is crazy insane. Um, has ultra maybe looked into either sponsoring or being a part of like an event or, like that has to do with running or has to do with things like that to, I guess, get like a little bit more involved on like, have your own event type of a situation besides just
3: being a sponsor yeah, at cool. an event. Yeah, we in the U.S., we haven't put on our own event yet, um, but we have internationally. Oh, cool. Um, um, I did one. So speaking of crazy events, this one's super cool. So um, we they hosted a vertical mile. (laughs) So um, it's all about you. you, It's all about gaining 5000 feet of elevation in in so a vertical mile over however distance they choose. And so I did one of those um, up in the mountains above Beijing, China.
2: Ooh, oh wow!
3: Ultra put on our distributor put on it was a whole ultra event, and it ended up being like six and a half miles total. But you gained five thousand feet <laughs> in that, like it's a vertical mile over six miles, and wow. you would race to the top of this mountain. And you, it was so cool. You went through like all these, I don't know, I don't even know what to call them pagodas or whatever the yeah. fancy. It was like one of the coolest races I've ever done in my life. And oh, it's just, that's you know people. I think. I think people want to push their limits, and I think that yeah. that's what's really cool about it. Is that is that regardless of your sport, there's always the extreme, and I don't mind the extreme um, because I want to push my limits. I want to see how far I can run. I want to see how crazy of an event I can do. I love, I love pushing the limits of the human body because it's so much more incredible than people give it credit for. Agree. So I love these events. I think they're awesome.
1: Yeah. So when, once when, you get to the top, how do you get back down? Do you have to walk back so they, down a gondola.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. They had like a road, so you could either run the course back down, or you could like cut off a couple miles. But it was like the shortcut was four miles down.
1: So it's not After just that you're day. going up; then you got to get back down. So they don't like drive you yeah, back but down. It's not
3: a race on the way down. Right, right.
1: right. You can take your time, yeah. enjoy the pagodas yeah. or whatever. you imagine,
3: imagine Gina, whatever <laughs> they
0: were called. Imagine like doing the stairs at Sea Cliff. I couldn't even do those <laughs> for six miles no <laughs> I, w- I wish are, I had that mentality we go I, and like run run <sighs> these stairs and they're I mean it's straight up they're straight up and it's they kind of go like this to go up the side of the cliff and every time there's like three more levels left we all get there and we're like
1: shit I thought <laughs> I was closer to the top <laughs> so we would go and it would be like Brooke then Daniel then Marcus or you know everyone's going and then they'd be okay Gina you go in the back because <laughs> I'm just taking forever I start out really good and then I get like to the second one and I'm like because oh, I'm up She's like, I'm gonna sit out on this one yeah then one. I change it and I go okay I'm just gonna do every other one guys every other one we got to walk back down okay <laughs> no one's gonna carry me oh man so i wish i had that fire of just pushing me I, I feel like i am pushing my limits that's the crazy part you are my threshold is just yeah, my, my threshold is just way lower Dude, way lower you're pushing your limits i'm trying i'm pushing your limits <laughs> you're pushing, that's what it I'm is. pushing your buttons. You're forcing me to <laughs> forcing uh
0: well yeah i think those events are very cool i think it'd be fun to like be able to go and spectate some of those crazy events they have all over the place.
2: Mm.
1: How
0: would There's you, some good ones. How would you spectate? Some You're good just hiding ones. in the bushes? I don't know. I feel like in an event like that, obviously it's like six like they miles. Like- they might have maybe different areas that are sort of like hang out, spectate areas along the way. Maybe you just pick your poison. You're like, well, you know, I don't really want to watch the beginning because that's over quick. But if I go to the middle on this big screen,
1: I can watch the beginning and then I can see him run through the middle. <laughs> see, I was thinking I would stay at the beginning because then I wouldn't have to go up that high. That's
3: true. <laughs> okay, so if you want, if you want a, a fun video to watch, okay. um there's a race called Mount Marathon uh-huh. in Alaska. Okay, and it's the hardest 5K in the world, and it is you gain 3,000 feet in one mile. You're like crawling Oof. up this mountain, and that's not
1: running. Down it. <laughs> that's not running. <laughs>
3: well, people, people run up it. You, really? Go watch the videos. Yeah, Walter sponsors it, so I've done it a couple times. And people, you, you, you run it with gloves because you have to go down it too. People like oh, you're just
1: yeah sliding.
3: Like, but It's it's really cool race. It's, okay,
1: say what it is again. Mountain, Mountain Mount Marathon. Marathon Mount Marathon. Okay, but Mount it's actually only
3: like three point three miles or something like that. It's That's, like a long five k.
1: That is crazy, and
3: it's awesome. People biff it. People come in bloody. I like, that's because awesome. Like, it's like a figure eight. And so you can hike up the mountain and watch them go around. It's really cool. That would that's be a cool. fun one. That to spectate on If you want to see wild. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah. I was just talking with Rhett about, I would love to also actually go spectate parts of the Tour de France. Oh yeah.
1: Which would be so cool. Except it, I feel like you're just sitting there and you're like, you all are. But you know, like you get it, to one spot is like, it'd oh, be
0: cool gone. to like, I think just go to the different areas, get to see like some of the areas where they're riding, mm-hmm. and then if you're where you're gonna watch them start, do that, see all, like, watch them come through, and yeah, get water whatever they're doing, and feel the energy. But then just you know, post up at a really great bar and I mean, and watch yep. them on the
1: screen on the TV. And that's true too.
3: Okay, so. Yeah. Not, to, I, I feel like I'm bragging now.
1: Please but do. It. Do have, it.
3: I have done that. You have? Yeah. The Tour de France. How was it? Oh, so cool. Really? It was so fun. But it was so cool. But here's the thing if you want to get like the full experience, just go to the last, like you hit a couple of events, right? Yeah. Like a couple of the stages where they zoom past you and you see them for, for, for four seconds. Right. But the best is the end. They finished and then they do like a whole, like, 10 loops on the Champs-Elysees right there in downtown Paris and so you see them go up the street and then down the street like 10 times each and the streets are just packed with people well, and they so go cool. past so fast but you see them like you don't even have to you can sit there drinking a beer and you watch them go back like 40 times
1: yeah that
3: would and be right awesome in downtown Paris it's awesome
0: I just watched so. the 30 for 30 of uh Lance Armstrong have you seen it
3: I haven't yet it's good I need to I hear it's good it's, good. it's good
0: yeah
1: I haven't heard of it. What is it?
0: Lance Armstrong. It's thirty for thirty. It's an ESPN show, so it's kind of like oh, a okay. documentary about mm-hmm. him. I don't care what people say. He's incredible. Well, yeah, I I, 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 I watch that, and it's I, I, I like I like you know you hear people say things or whatever, and I'm just I just think to myself like, how dumb do you actually have to be to try and believe that? not every single person in the Tour de France is taking PEDs. You're asking these dudes to do the craziest stuff and then they're trying to win? Like, it shouldn't blow your mind. And if it does blow your mind, it shouldn't be enough for you to be like, you know, insult that person in the streets and you don't even know who they are in real life. Like you see video, you see video of that, of him, um, even now, just like out on the street and everyone's like, hey, Lance. Fuck
3: you! <laughs> and he's like, "Thank you." It sucks. And so so. Well, and, and, and you know, people give him shit because you know oh, he's an asshole. It's like, do you know, like, do you know the like the mental like fortitude it would take, it, it, whether you're P- on PDS or not, to win, dude? All of those port of francis I mean, there's like just like Michael Jordan. Like, they're you know to come probably, back like, he's from kind of an asshole, cancer was, treatment that good. Like, you, you have to have a screw or two loose. Yeah. You know
0: what? I, like, I never really knew a lot about him. Right? Like, him when he was younger or how he was when he first got started or even how he started riding a bike. Like, this story, when you watch it, um, they have tons of footage from him, like, through, like, younger years and, mm-hmm. like, starting out cycling. This dude was really young and such an incredible athlete. Um He just started doing, I want to say maybe triathlons and he's in the water. I think when they actually had to forge his age, his mom had to, they had to forge his age for him to even be able to get in like this first race that he was doing. Oh wow. And he was out in front of all these dudes that are like, who is this kid? Yeah. And apparently he was like out running and he's just like talking to them and he's just like this young young kid like uh doesn't they say
1: he has, like some crazy like lung capacity or some kind of what is it
3: the vo2 max is thank insane. you yes that's it
1: but
0: and even <laughs> oh, even, to, even to have that
1: but also be
0: have like the drive and determination sure. to train the way you have to train to be good or even for him to just like the stars aligned you know you had all the things physically but then you had all the things mentally for you to have the the correct pieces to get somewhere with that, with yeah. that uh, talent. And then also watching some of the video of him talking about when he was like going through cancer treatment and him, you know, coming back from that.
1: Yeah. That's crazy.
0: And him coming back from that yeah. and no teams wanting him. Like couldn't even like, like, couldn't even, he came back and was riding on like his old team and then, it was, uh, I think, in the middle of the race, and he talks about it, like, I don't even think he finished it. He just left, and it was like he was going to be done. Mm. He just It was just a hard race, like, to be there and you feel, like, feel like he's you super fit, and then get there. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was really cool, and what was really cool, too, is uh, he's just open book. You know, there wasn't, like, questions. Like, they talk about, like, all, everything, and he just gives, like, just the most honest, open answers, and it's just, you know... When when you've been hung out to dry for the entire world to see, mm-hmm. you can be very vulnerable. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Now yeah. it's like nothing's gonna nothing's gonna hold you back yeah. from just saying it how it is, which it was it was really cool. Um, and yes, and okay, from so wa- from gonna, watching that, watch I was that. like, I'm gonna go to the Tour de France.
1: Yeah. I gotta go watch the Tour de France. <laughs>
3: you do, you do. It's incredible. So I'm gonna watch that. You guys have to watch watch the Barclay, where dreams go to die. I'm watching where it. Dreams I'm watching go it. to
1: die. I was sold. I yeah. was sold after you know. Just from the title,
0: (laughs) (laughs) she does have. We have a little bit. I have a morbid, (laughs) morbid. Sounds very morbid, dark,
1: and yeah, sold on that. So,
0: Brian, thank you so much for one taking the time to figure out the situation with Skype, and don't worry about that for us (laughs) at all because. I am
1: very... We, we I'm are not, also I'm technically pretty, challenged. We're very technically challenged. Myself more than her. It looks
3: like get quite comfortable on your couch and pillows and all that, Well, too. so it's
1: so funny because, so like, like, somebody out. was somebody awesome. was commenting about uh, the fact... I always put a pillow here. And uh, it's because we get tired holding these microphones. It's because we have mics. <laughs> when we first... We got to get body. mic stands. Yeah.
0: Or get us new headphones that have the...
1: Oh, yeah. We got to get the headset, like Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Break into <mics>. dance. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, no, we are very comfy over when here. When we first heard the podcast, well, we were doing my it. Pleasure. Oh, thank you so thank much. You. So thank you. Yeah, That was a great story. I love that story. I love it. I love how it started. I love it. It's, it's I, I really get inspired by those stories. And I think, man, in my next life, <laughs> <laughs> in I'm <this> also <laughs> life. in this life, Gina, I'm also going to go after my dreams. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, i I had no idea, which is why I remember I had asked, I asked Devin, I was like, can you check and see if they would be interested in being on the podcast? Because I would love to learn about shoes and how they came to be because I love their shoes, but I don't really know about how it got started. And I know it was a small company and it's from Utah and that's it. So very cool, inspiring story. Uh, we, I'm really happy you guys stuck with it and I'm going to wa- we're going to watch that show. And you're going to watch 30 for 30.
3: Then you
1: guys are going to discuss it later. And we're going to discuss it later. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Brian. Thank you so
0: much. Hey, hey,
3: thank you so much, ladies. My yeah. pleasure. Right.
1: Bye. Oh, wait. Really
0: quick. Oh, wait. Oh, Just yes. tell our viewers uh, where they can find oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. Well, first of all, if you don't follow Alter Running on all social media platforms, you're crazy. Because we <laughs> have an awesome social media um, setup. But um, I'm. Kind of boring on social media but you're welcome uh brian underscore ultra on instagram and i do not do twitter and then of course my name on facebook but um um yeah cool. but our ultra stuff we we have a great team yeah we, we post good stuff
0: everybody check out ultra running they have all kinds of cool shoes really comfortable uh functional and they last and i know this from experience so and they're good looking out. and they're good looking check them out Brian, thanks for coming and hanging out with us. And uh, we'll talk to you soon.
2: Okay. Thank y'all. Yeah.
0: Bye. <gasps> All right, guys. That was cool. That was cool. I loved that story. I can't say it enough. Right? Yeah. Just doing modifications. Yeah. At like 20 years old. I know. And just, hey, Brian, I just put my shoe in the toaster <laughs> oven, and then I just sawed the hill off, and they work so much better. <laughs> so awesome. It is. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina.
1: Yeah, thank you, guys. Don't forget to rate, Rate, review, review, subscribe, five-star rating, rating, five-star warning. And we'll talk to you guys next week. See you. Bye.